All right. Good morning, everybody. March 23rd to our TR90 uh, call. Good morning. Thank you for joining this TR90 weight management call. My name is Frank Lomas, and I'm your host today. I'm calling in from Lompoc, California, which is 54 miles north of Santa Barbara on California's beautiful central coast. My business background before joining NewScan was a workaholic mortgage broker and a small business owner. And I now enjoy my carpet commute, walking from one bedroom to the other to grow my home-based global distribution business with NewScan. I competed in one and both bodybuilding and weightlifting events in my youth, and I still stay active with my wife. Uh, with cal each day with calisthenics, walking, hiking, bike riding, high-intensity weight training, and more at age 67. And today is uh, my wife and ours 1,048th day of hashtag no days off of some kind of exercise. So friend me on Facebook and see the fun we have getting out for play and exercise. These calls occur at 6.40 to 6.55 a.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday, to listen live Call area code 712-775-8972. Wait for the prompt and enter 910-022. Our panel does these calls to support your efforts with the AgeLock TR90 Weight Loss Program based on three program components clinically shown to help you look leaner and healthier in just 90 days. The primary components are products, eating, and exercise. So check back with your personal new skin representative and your or new skin product support for more details in the program and check in here each weekday for some tips and techniques to help you stay active and reach your goals. You can also find an archive of these calls on soundcloud.com, S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D.com, or your favorite podcast app by searching for TR90, TR90, or Frank Lomas, my name, L-O-M-A-S, or Solutions for Andy Aging. Today's article is 25 Worst Habits That Will Expand Your Waistline. So let's see what those are. This article I found, uh, let's see where there was this. Oh, my favorite source. Yeah, eat this, not that. And uh, it was uh, written March 19th, so just a few days ago. Uh, and who is the authors credited here? No, it looks like by their staff. So let's get rolling. 25, the 25 Worst Habits That Will Expand Your Waistline. Let's see how many we get through. There's an old saying, if you find yourself standing in a deep hole with a shovel in your hands, stop digging. So if you've been gaining weight, but you haven't been making any changes to your daily habits, you're just digging yourself a little deeper into a hole every single day, but still ask yourself, why is this happening? In fact, as much as you may guilt trip ourselves over a couple of innocent indulgences, the decadent dessert you broke down and ordered, or the extra helping you serve yourself of a pasta dish you finally mastered cooking, It's not the occasional extravagance we should, extravagance we should focus on. An extra 500, even 1,000 calories a week isn't going to make a dent on the scale. Instead, it's the little things you do, day in and day out, things that you barely notice you're doing, that determine whether your waistline is trending downward, outward, or inward. And that's great news. Why? Because you can suss out your own sneaky weight gain habits. You can completely change your life without having to, well, change your life. And that's why we've uncovered the bad habits that are the root causes of why you're gaining weight. Tweak just a few of these everyday routines and you can be on your way to a flatter belly in no time and you're going to start out on the right track by, start out on the right track. Number one, eat low, you eat, number one, bad habit, you eat low fat. It sounds crazy. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't mean, but it sounds crazy, but stop buying foods marked as low fat or fat free even weight loss smoothies. 
The answer to does fat make you fat is no. Typically, low-fat products save you only a few calories. Only a few, you ask? It's because food manufacturers replace harmless fats with low-performing, simple carbohydrates that digest quickly, causing a sugar rush, and immediately after it's rebound hunger. Researchers from the University of Alabama at Birmingham found that meals that limited carbohydrates to 43% were more filling and had a milder effect on blood sugar than meals with 55% carbohydrates. That means you'll store less body fat and be less likely to eat more later. Number two, you ignore sodium counts. Your favorite trail mix only has 150 calories. But did you check to see how much sodium is lurking inside the package? All too often, those who aren't suffering from a health condition overlook that part of the nutrition label. Americans consume, on average, about 50% more than the daily recommended intake of salt. And most of the excess sodium is coming from processed foods like frozen waffles, bagels, cheese, cottage cheese, veggie burgers, and salads. Does salt make you fat? It's not likely to cause fat gain, but salt will make you look fatter because, as it causes bloat. Let's see here. Sticking to, the, sticking to the Institute of Medicine's daily recommendation of 2,300 milligrams per day or less can help you keep a bloated belly, high blood pressure, and other health conditions at bay. Uh, number three, you don't drink enough water. Now, I'm back on the salt. I remember years ago conversations about being what they called a, a, a salt snob. As soon as your food shows up, you never even taste it. You just put salt on it because it's just a habit you do. And then I, I used to be one of those guys. And now I realize, hey, taste it. See if it even needs anything else on it first, you know, just so you don't just add salt just because it's a habit. Number three, you don't drink enough water. Adequate water intake is essential for all your body functions, body's functions. And the more you drink, the better your chances of staying thin. In one University of Utah study, dieting participants who were instructed to drink two cups of water before each meal lost 30% more weight than their thirsty peers. And you can magnify the effect by adding, adding ice. German researchers found that six cups of cold water a day could prompt a metallic, metabolic boost that incinerates 50 daily calories. That's enough to shed five pounds a year. Number four, you're sleeping too little or too much. According to Wake Forest researchers, dieters who sleep five hours or less put on two and a half times more belly fat, while those who sleep more than eight hours pack only slightly less than that. Shoot for an average of six to seven hours of sleep per night, the optimal amount for weight control. Number five, you don't get tested. Although you may get scanned for high cholesterol or diabetes at your annual exam, doctors don't typically test or look for physical signs of nutritional deficiencies, which can be dangerous. They suggest, suggest having your vitamin D levels checked, if nothing else. Many people are deficient and don't even know it, and are not getting enough, and not getting enough may increase the risk of osteoporosis, heart disease, disease, and certain types of cancers. So get checked out for your vitamin D levels. Six, you eat too quickly. <laughs> if your body has one major flaw, this is it. It takes 20 minutes for your stomach to tell your brain that it's had enough. 
A study in the Journal of American Dietetics Association found that slow eaters took in 66 fewer calories per meal, but compare, compared to their fast-eating peers, they felt like they ate more. What is 66 calories, you ask? If you could do that every meal, you lose more than 20 pounds a year. So slow down, uh, you know, be more like a sloth, I guess. <laughs> Number seven, you eat off large plates. One study published in the journal Obesity Science and Practice found that when given an option, a whopping 98.6% of obese individuals opted for larger plates. Translation, more food, more calories, more body fat. Keep your portions in check by choosing smaller serving dishes. If need be, you can always go back for seconds. And and uh, there's a commercial about it now. You know, I guess that one of those exercise uh, programs to lose weight on TV. But they talk about somebody who, uh, not lost my faith, uh, translate more food, more calories, food portions. Oh, it cleans your plate every at every meal. Yeah, I know mom and dad told you to eat clean your plate, but you don't actually have to eat everything once you're an adult. You can stop eating when you want to stop eating. Push the damn thing away. <laughs> Put down the fork. Uh, number eight, you watch too much TV. A University of Vermont study found that overweight participants who reduced their TV time by just 50% burned an additional 119 calories a day on average. Probably because you got off the couch and did something. Uh, that's an automatic 12-pound annual loss. Maximize those results by multitasking while you watch. Even light household tasks will further bump up your caloric burn. Plus, if your hands are occupied with dishes and laundry, you'll be less likely to mindlessly snack. <laughs> the other main occupational hazard associated with tube time. Number nine, you order the combo meal. God, if it comes with a soda, I'd never order it. Uh, a study in the Journal of Public Policy and Marketing shows that compared to ordering a la carte, you pick up 100 or more extra calories by opting for the combo or value meal. Why? Because when you order items bundled together, you're likely to buy more food than you want. You're better off ordering your food piecemeal. That way you won't, way you won't be influenced by pricing schemes designed to hustle a few sits out of your pocket. Number 10, you ignore nutritional advice. Good news. By reading this, or I shall say to you guys, by listening to this, you're already forming habits that you can help that can help you shed pounds. When Australian researchers sent diet and exercise habits to 75 people, they found that the recipients began eating smarter and working more, working more physical activity into their daily routines. Not surprisingly, the habits and waistlines of the non-participants recipients didn't budge. So the more informed you are, the more likely you are to take action. Number 11, you drink soda, <laughs> even diet. The average American guzzles nearly a full gallon of soda every week. I can't believe that. Why? No, I believe that. Why is it so bad? Because a 2005 study found that drinking one to two sodas per day increases your chances of being overweight or obese by nearly 33%. And diet soda is no better. I'm going to repeat that. And diet soda is no better. When researchers in San Antonio attracted a group of elderly subjects for nearly a decade, they found that compared to non-drinkers, those who drink two or more diet sodas, they watch their waistline increase five times faster. 
The researchers theorize that artificial sweeteners trigger appetite cues, causing you to unconsciously eat more at subsequent meals. There are immense benefits of giving up soda. Number 12, you don't set aside time to relax and de-stress. You manage to avoid sweets, which is pretty impressive, especially on super stressful days, but you've got to love some steam somehow. If you don't, it can lead to chronically elevated cortisol levels, causing sleep and immunity problems, blood sugar abnormalities, and weight gain. How should you chillax? <laughs> Registered dietitian Lori Zanni, RD, CDE, says stress relief is very individualized. So what helps your BFF relax may not work for you. Give a few, give a few different tactics a try and see what works best for you. Practicing yoga, meeting up with friends and unplugging from technology for evening are all things she says that are worth a shot. We got a couple more minutes here to go. Um, number 13. You try extreme diets. Come on. If you just hopped from a, hopped on a the paleo or low carb bandwagon, proceed with caution. Often diets that cut out entire food groups do not allow for the balance and moderation we need to follow a healthy, lifelong eating plan. Plus, dieters who follow these plans may be more prone to potentially dangerous nutrition deficiencies. Or they may simply get bored with the restricted plan and end up overeating down the road. So, eat, you know, find, get a strategy. Have, uh, I guess, don't try wacky diets. I guess is a tip there. <laughs> Number fourteen, you eat when you're emotional. <laughs> a, a study at the University of Alabama found that emotional eaters, those who those who admitted eating in response to emotional stress, were thirteen times more likely to be overweight or obese. If you feel the urge to eat in response to stress, try chewing a piece of gum chugging a glass of water, or taking a walk around a block. Creating an automatic response that doesn't involve food, and you prevent yourself from overloading on calories. And I think I'll stop there. With a, it's almost 655. I did 655. I'll stop there. And that leaves me uh, the remainder of this article, 14 through 25, to go through uh, next week. And just to see what we covered today, I misnumbered this thing. So, yeah, 14 through 25. Next one says 14, 14, 14, 14, 15. Okay, so 14 was you eat when you're emotional. You try extreme diets, number 13. You don't set aside time to relax and de-stress. We used to, my wife and I used to meditate with our app a lot. Every evening, we stopped, got out of habit of doing it. I guess it's not, we should probably do that again. Number 11, you drink soda, even diet soda. Stop it. Uh, you ignore nutrition advice, get your head in the sand. <laughs> you ordered a combo meal. Hey, hook me up with the biggest thing you got there. <laughs> Eight, you watch too much TV. Seven, you eat off of large plates. Be a small plate eater. <laughs> Number six, you eat too quickly. You don't get tested for deficiencies and or nutritional needs. Four was you sleeping, you're sleeping too little or too much. You don't drink enough water. That comes up a lot, doesn't it? Drinking water. And uh, so you, two, you ignore sodium counts. You consume way too much sodium in the foods you're eating. 
and maybe adding it on top of it. Uh, and number one, you eat low-fat stuff. Tend to be low-fat foods tend to have more bad things in them to get the flavors and taste in it and not good for you. So anyway, that's where we are now. I'll remind you again, these, these calls are record, being recorded and placed on SoundCloud. I'll bring it all current by the end of today with everybody up to date to the day's uh, topics. And you can get to SoundCloud uh, and find us by searching either for TR90 or my name, Frank Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, or Solutions for Anti-Aging. And with that said, I'll open up the line. Look. All right. Thank you, Frank. That was that was very informative. And yes, I remember being told that you had to eat everything on your plate. There were people starving in China, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> around the world. So it was like, yeah, I actually and lived to tell my parents. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and eating that well. Go on. <laughs> I was. I. I actually. Uh, you know, my parents would tell me those stories. And I always say, "Well, we'll just sit them this food. I don't want it." You know. And fortunately, I lived through that. <laughs> it didn't take me out. <laughs> well, the other thing is, I grew up on a farm, and I had four brothers. And if you got to the table and you didn't weren't there for the first round of food, sometimes you didn't get food. So it was like. Okay, oh. I'm guarding my plate, and I'm eating it quick. <laughs> huh. Well, my, my, so, my, my, my dear mother, I was like, I said on this call for I was a picky, very picky eater, and how she put it with my eating habits as a kid, because most of the stuff I turned away, I eat now. And I, if she was around, I'd tell her, Mom, you were so right. I'd, I'd apologize for my, my sins, <laughs> for pushing some of the stuff away, because I was just adamant. Hey, I'll sit here all night if I have to. I'm okay with that. And so I was, I was one of those kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the only thing that most of us at our house re- were not real thrilled about was when liver was on the table for dinner. So it was like, oh, oh. We, we we tried several different strategies, and we didn't find out till years later that one of our brother's strategies was to hide it inside part of the table legs. Oh God. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he managed to do that, but he did. (laughs) So my my dad created a folding table with, you know, a lot of the old folding tables had hollow metal tubing at the top that you attached to the tabletop. Well, he figured out he could cram it into that if he sat in the right place. So it was like huh. he had it made. Wow, wow. Well, that's a strategy I've never heard of before. <laughs> well, All right. I'll tell you, you know, we found out about it later. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Well, uh, hey, thanks for joining us today. Be back again for our episode tomorrow and on Friday. And I'll see you back here again next week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you, Frank. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks, (laughs) all. You're welcome. Bye-bye, guys.